0: So I remember when I was a kid, we lived in the panhandle of Florida, and I've got this very vivid memory of this. Um, We were driving down Highway 98, I think it was Highway 98, in Fort Walton Beach, and uh, a lot of wildlife in Florida, obviously, and I remember there was a turtle or tortoise in the middle of the road. I don't know if it was a turtle or a tortoise. We were traveling like, you know, 65 miles an hour, and I was a kid and wasn't really versed. So anyway, it's in the middle of the road, my mom's driving towards it, and, uh, do you know what she does? Do you know the story?
1: I don't think so. so oh, wait. No, wait. I do know the so story. So what my mom
0: does... So there's a live animal in the middle of the road. There's a whole bunch of things you could do. You could, you could stop. You could swerve around it. Some people run over it. I don't yeah. agree with that. But there's a lot of things you could do. My mom, on the other hand, keep in mind we're on the interstate, her solution is to speed up and put her hands over her eyes. What? You've met my mom, right? Yeah. Wait, yeah. both
1: hands. Too bad she isn't watching.
0: Both hands. She oh, speeds up and put both put, puts both hands over her eyes, and I'm sitting in the front seat, and I'm like, I'm "Like, mom, <laughs>
2: <laughs> please."
0: <laughs> yeah. How about we uncover your eyes and look at where we're driving the family? Um, needless to say, she ran over the turtle, killed it
1: wasn't she trying to straddle like over it i thought no she just shut
0: down she just like completely shut down covers her eyes and like accelerates like pushes down on the gas pedal because i guess
2: make it quicker i guess i I don't know i think it was just like (laughs) a
0: defense mechanism or something like that Yeah. so um i don't know just this memory i have as a kid and you know there's there's a point to that and it'll it'll tie into our industry news a little bit later so we'll talk a little bit more about um turtles and tortoises in the road so i'd like to welcome you all to tdi live this is tie-dyed iguana's official podcast episode 44 i'm matt and i'm bill
3: i'm heather and i'm stephanie
0: and you are listening to the official podcast of tie-dyed iguana So, what in the world is new in the world of TDI? Um, I think the big thing is that we're slowly getting some inventory back in. Not quick enough, but uh, if you've walked through our store within the last week, it's um, it's looked very strange. There's, a, yeah. I mean, we're out of everything. Yeah. Um, there's been we're hitting those distribution supply line issues finally. So we were able to make it several months without any like major supply line issues. Until um, all the
2: warehouses here emptied. You know, before they could get restocked from Yeah,
0: them. so, and it's just it's just all sorts of problems. So, like, uh, Hagen, for instance, the parent company of ExoTerra, they ship out of Massachusetts. And um, I have an order that I placed on May the 14th, which just arrived today. So, it just came in this morning, and today's June 2nd. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's over half a month late, so usually that stuff... With any other distributor, it's shipped within 24 to 48 hours. Hagen's always been a complete embarrassment, you know, and they typically will ship it, like, three to five days late, and every week they have a new excuse. So, like, yeah. oh, it's because of this, or, oh, it's because of that.
2: And they're a huge um, company,
0: too. They're massive. They're international. Yeah. They just, they, they've got a lot, there's a lot of things that they do good, but most of what they do is just embarrassingly terrible. Yeah.
1: The only thing good so, is their website. <laughs> yeah, their, their
0: ordering platform is phenomenal. It is by far the best I've ever experienced. Um, many of the other distributors, I've got to, like, upload CSV files and Excel files, and you just have to massage the data. Hagen, I literally copy and paste the data, and it's ordered.
1: Actually, yeah. Paxton's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, well, no, their people are good. They've got good people. They just, mom's watching now. They can't ship to save their life, and uh, they certainly can't get anything here on time. And like I said, for 14 years, I've been dealing with them. Every week, there's a new excuse. Yep. And they're just like, oh, well, well, yesterday was Wednesday. We were off. <laughs> it was Wednesday june the
2: 10th it snowed
0: yeah they're forecasting <laughs> snow this winter so we took a day off to prepare and it's just, <laughs> you know and then COVID happens and now now they've got a going to the goal oh, because yeah. of COVID. i'm like motherfucker like this was a problem before COVID was even in anyone's vocabulary yeah. so don't get so, me
2: started on that one.
0: yeah <laughs> so anyway so i mean we've really dialed back hagen i mean we've cut nearly every hagen skew out of the store we possibly can and we're getting ready to cut some more um, but even our primary distributor is hitting some issues, and uh, like the order from last week, I mean, it was almost half out of stock. I mean, it's been terrible, but but we're finally getting some stuff back in. Um, I think the feeding frenzy is slowing down in the pet industry, and that's allowing the distributors to slowly get caught back up. Uh, we will be at the Show Me Snakes show this Saturday in Springfield, Missouri. So we're a little behind schedule on that. Usually we... Um, you know, we're getting prepped right now, but we're still waiting on some inventory to come in. In fact, that uh, delivery I was just speaking of was for the show. So, Steph and I are going to go to lunch after this and then come back and work in order. And, uh, yeah, we head out Friday at noon. Don't say
1: where we're going. Someone's
0: watching. Who's watching? Our daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we'll just whisper. No one will hear us whisper into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, here over there. Um... I lost my train of thought, so... (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about the show. Oh, so microhabitats. Um, I finally have a ton of them in here. You want to hold one up for our Facebook viewers? You got one right there. Oh, you got one right there. So the Facebook viewers that are watching live, um, these have been awesome. We are selling the hell out of them online right now. Um, I don't have them displayed in the store yet. We're going to shoot to display them tomorrow. But this is a new item from uh, Zilla. It was unveiled at the Global Pet Expo in February. It's an acrylic... I'm going to call it a bug cage. I mean, it I don't see it being used. Yeah. You're not going to be able to light it or no. heat it properly.
3: Maybe like a poison,
0: I wouldn't even put under tank heat on it cuz I don't I personally don't feel like it's ventilated well enough for that, yeah. but anything that can be kept at like an ambient room temperature.
2: Tarantulas and scorpions are going to be awesome in them.
0: Millipedes. Millipedes. Beetles. Like there's so many yep. like different I call them bugs. Excuse yeah. me for my
2: Well, no, it's just, it's just a generic
0: generic term. Yeah. Bug. Generic
2: term.
3: Yeah that works <laughs>
2: instead of getting like all you know
0: all scientific yeah exactly um but those are we finally have a ton of them in so we'll be getting them out they came in a couple of weeks ago but we haven't been able to put them out for sale yet because they've been selling online um they've been pre-selling online before we have the inventory so yeah i think i packed up like i don't know a ton of them yesterday i think like
1: out. 17 to 20 something or so. like that
0: yeah so so, yeah, that's what's going on in the world of tie-dye right now. So, if you live in southern Missouri, stop by and say hello this weekend. And uh, if you don't live in southern Missouri, send me an email and say hello. Matt at the TDI.com. Or take a four-hour drive <laughs> from Ma- here. Mail me a letter. I don't, I don't get handwritten letters ever.
1: Yes, you I would, do. from you schools
0: and stuff. You have, like, a whole
1: stuff. entire, like, box of fan mail. i love a letter.
0: But, hey, did Debbie come by today? Speaking yes. Speaking of? Cool. Yes, I talked so, to her. Send me a letter. All right, so let's go ahead and move it's along a to Reptile. <laughs> I want a letter. You know, wouldn't wouldn't it be nice to come and find a handwritten letter on your desk? It's
2: kind of yeah nice because the people pumpkin. take the time to actually write it down, yeah. and you know, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it. Like, I mean, man, back in the day, like when I used to, you know, get animal price lists, I'd call them up and said, "Hey, can you please send me a price list?" Boom. About a week later, I get this price list, and I call and them up. And it was out of so...
1: date already a week later because of snail mail.
2: Yeah, and then I would snail you know mail. mail them like a check or a cashier's check or something like that, and then they would ship me animals.
0: C H E Q U E check check. All right, reptile industry news, Heather. I see you've uh, <laughs> switched your screen to something more appropriate.
3: Oh, oh, you
0: I'll are... let people wonder <laughs> what's going on in the rept uh, the wild world of. Rowling reptiles. <laughs> flying turtles.
3: <laughs> All right, so here's the reptile headline this week. Turtle crashes through Georgia driver's windshield on highway. So this lady was... It wasn't my
0: mom's windshield. She covered her eyes and ran over it.
3: Yeah. So this lady was driving on the highway, and she had her brother in the passenger seat. So she thought she saw a brick flying through the air towards her windshield. Ah, uh, she must have been driving yeah. through St. Louis. On I-70. So, Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, within seconds, the turtle smashed through her windshield just inches away from her brother in the passenger seat. It did not end up going through the windshield. It uh, Well, not all the way through. And I'm looking
0: at a picture of it. It looks like it's through the windshield. Well,
3: right? it's, it's stuck in the windshield. It's like halfway through. <laughs> it looks like only through. its head is stuck.
0: Did this turtle survive this?
3: Uh, initially, yes, but then he later passed away from blood loss, but yeah. he, he lost the leg and yeah, oh, uh, they couldn't. What is that?
0: Is take, that a slider? Okay, it, it looks it, like a belly.
2: slider. Yeah. looks like, yeah, it's not a painted it, it, cause it's it a, it looks
3: like a slider to yeah, me.
2: It's got a pale nice. belly. So,
0: so what probably happened was another car hit it, kicked it up. Yep.
3: And they ricochet. So yeah. it, it was probably, like skipping a stone yeah. down the highway. Yeah. Yeah. So that I have definitely, uh, I know I've hit a turtle before. Do you think <gasps> maybe the turtle really? like. Yeah
0: go ahead how dare you, you, can, you can um if
3: it was between hitting the turtle and swerving into like
0: traffic. the empty lane next to yeah. you
1: swerve into the empty lane what's wrong with you
3: Jeez, no, uh, it murderer. wasn't on the interstate turtle
0: murderer <laughs> yeah, it was wasn't t- on the
1: interstate
0: sorry lane. that's why heather has that teardrop tattooed under her eye it's i don't for everybody i don't
3: have a teardrop tattoo oh it's not I a, don't a teardrop even what is have it? a tattoo yeah you do what, what do i have it? on my face that you think <laughs> is a tattoo you weirdo <laughs>
2: There's nothing on your Just face. Just
1: a tear because she missed you.
2: Did that you happened me? to me once with, not with a turtle, but with a big chunk of metal. And it the car in front of me hit it. And luckily I, I ducked. And it, I mean, it sounded like an explosion in my car. It went through, hit my steering wheel, bent my steering wheel, and landed in the back seat. And I pulled oh. over right there in Washington Park. Um, and I had glass all over my face. My hands were all c- covered with glass and blood and stuff. Mm. And then when I, they told my car, they found it in the back seat, and they said, man, if this would have hit you, I mean, it was about a 15-pound piece of metal. You would have died. Oh, it would have killed That's some me.
0: heavy metal, Bill. Yeah. So, uh, two words, final destination. We've all seen it, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Never drive behind a logging truck. yeah. And oh, never drive yeah. behind a turtle.
3: Yeah. yeah, I've seen the logging truck. <laughs> so, um,
0: I think the interesting thing about the turtle is, uh, what's more interesting to me is the fact that it was able to get kicked up and not be crushed. Right. Because it's like, for something to kick that up into the air, I would think that, like, the wheel would have to roll over it.
2: Right. And then kick and it then up. And then pitch it up. Yeah. That's, because, yeah. I mean, the picture didn't sh- look like a smashed turtle. No, it did No, it, it, was, it was a whole pretty turtle. Pretty well it just, It's
0: because it was a ninja turtle.
3: It turns it into, basically, missile. So. Yeah. yeah. A missile? A, a turtle missile? missile, yeah. Missile. yeah.
0: If he a was riding on a motorcycle, missile, probably would have killed him. Projectile?
3: Now, now, my mom, she's had some ex- defiled,
0: tertile. some
3: experience with, with missiles. No, with yeah. with stuff flying into her windshield. She uh, one time a turkey flew across her windshield. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. This was when I was in college.
0: So your mom had a turkey fly through her windshield. No, no. It,
3: it flew across, and yeah. she it almost went through the windshield. It was Did she like, hit it
0: really close. No, oh, that's too bad because. Then you guys could have had turkey. Yeah, you know, double chicken. Yeah, double
3: chicken. I remember when
0: I was a kid and we were driving somewhere and my dad hit a vulture. There was a vulture down in the middle of the interstate oh God, eating that's something. That's a huge bird. Well, if you've ever seen one take off, they're a little slow. Oh yeah, there's yeah. also
3: been close
2: calls with. It's kind of like, like a C
0: five taking off.
2: Yeah, it's like flap, flap. Yeah. Have you ever seen flap. a C
0: five take off?
2: I think I had. That's
0: a plane that shouldn't no, be in the air. It looks it like it doesn't. It couldn't fly. It doesn't. It can't fly. I think it's yeah. an optical illusion. I think the earth just drops. Yeah. When There's one that takes other off.
1: plane too. That's like super huge. That has been flying over our house a lot. Yeah. That I'm like. I think it's just gonna fall out of the sky. It's so <laughs> Hey, we big saw the space station the last night. Did you guys
0: see it fly over? No. No. Yeah. It was yeah. so
1: exciting. It was the first time the kids got to see it.
0: 9:39 p.m. Well, what was it? it just a light? Yeah. It just looks like a yeah. star, like an airplane. And yeah. Movie. Well,
2: I know sometimes you can see satellites. Um, yeah. and it's kind of, I don't really, I don't know the difference in how you dif- differentiate. A satellite like is something
0: a st- that orbits the earth.
2: Yeah. Well, if it's between that or like the a star spa- or I mean, the
0: moon is a satellite. So I guess the space station in theory is a satellite with people in it. Yeah. I don't know. I need to brush off my astrophysics degree. It's been years. I've been so busy selling reptiles that I forgot all about Astrophysics degree <laughs> so the turtle died he lost a leg was his head still in one piece yeah yeah and his shell ones. wasn't crushed
3: uh, no from the picture it doesn't look like the yeah shell it looks is like crushed. he was
2: looks like they knocked a hole in the windshield and jammed a turtle in it
3: yeah i'm definitely gonna post this article on our facebook when all right uh, when will
0: that be posted i'm
3: gonna think i'm gonna post on friday all right yeah. so this
0: friday june the 5th if you want to see the article hop onto Tide Eyed iguana's facebook and you shall find it mm-hmm Great. So let's move on to the reptile myth debate. I see myth is in bold letters on my PayPal.
3: On his little outline he gets every week.
0: Yeah. Do you want to read it? Yeah, I can. What is that? What is the myth? Let's see. Is it a myth or is it not a myth?
3: All right. So it says, if a tortoise sees another tortoise flipped over, it will flip it back to help it out. Is this a myth? Yes.
2: I would say yes.
3: Have you ever seen those uh, viral videos of the tortoises when they see another one, they just start, uh, they run really fast and like ram into it and it ends up flipping
1: over? Our Silcatas ram each other when like one's flipped over.
3: Well, everybody, the popular like caption people put with it is like, oh, tortoises they care about each other. They're going to help their buddy. It's usually two males fight. Yes. it's And that's what they want.
2: They want to flip them over so they die.
3: Well, no, I'm talking about flipping them back. it's just, yeah. Even if they see them see, flipped over. See, Bill. Next over, time
0: you and I get in a disagreement, let's just flip each other onto our backs okay. and walk away and be like credits.
3: I mean, you'll see them chase each other oh, even boy. if they're Bill just. Bill and I had flipped. a
0: dispute last week. It was epic.
3: Yes, apparently. Well, I
0: remember one time.
3: Yeah. I don't know was. if it was
2: one of our salchadas when they were, you know, considerably smaller, or if it was a customer's that brought it in. But I remember you had your. You had your dogs, you kept your dogs up here then. Well, this t- mm-hmm. Yoda was kept wanting to smell this turtle. And the turtle kept, kept like, walking, trying to, trying to ram your mm-hmm. dog, yeah, I r- remember trying that. to ram Yoda. Yeah, I remember it's, that. Yeah, it was it's hilarious. It's, like, definitely a
1: territorial
3: thing. Like, if they see another tortoise, whether they're flipped over or not, they'll do anything they can to try to get it out, like, including, like, ramming into it until it, like, eventually flips back over. And then people think, oh, it's being nice. But no, no, it's not being nice. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I did not know that was a myth. Yeah, I because, never really thought about it.
3: Yeah, I just—it's just one of those things that you see on the internet, and we're just going to correct everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, he's got his little. I'm just playing with my wiggly giggler. Wiggly giggler. So,
3: yeah, I've. What seen, about a
0: female Euromastix on her back?
3: Uh, that means she doesn't want to have uh, relations with the male. She doesn't want or to.
0: Or maybe you. it means that she wants to try out missionary. Do you ever think of that? No. Mm? No. No. Mm? Maybe she's mixing things up. Maybe the minisha of everyday sex was just... It's time I wonder to if there's any other
3: lizards bit. that do she's that. tired of being neck. Neck. Yeah, she's yeah, like, I you know what? Know. I'm tired of this
0: rough shit.
1: Tired of being my tail bit, my neck bit.
0: None of this lizard-style oh. crap.
3: Yeah, I remember when Chelsea... when Chelsea, Chelsea, we did, Heather's uh, talking about yeah. Uh, no, no. We yes, were, you are. I just heard a, you. You it said I remember when Chelsea... It's nothing bad. It's just the ammo delivery. But you're still talking about her. And... The male ended up. She placed him on top of the female, and the female freaked out. And was like, "Oh no!" and flipped over. It was pretty yeah. funny. They like wave their arms and flip themselves over. It's hilarious. <laughs> I remember I when I, I used to, to, to clean. The, <laughs> I'm like,
2: Arr. remember when I used to clean the sulcatas when they were in that cage that Scarlet used to be in? They yeah. They would kept getting in my way, so I'd flip them upside down, and they'd be doing that. <laughs> they
0: do that dance.
2: Yeah, they would do that wiggle thing, and then I'd flip them back over.
3: Oh, swing
0: like, their arms. They like their fling
3: their arms like really like. Like it's jer- it looks yeah, like it's jer- pretty funny. It's, I thought yes,
0: we filmed it, filmed it, filmed it once. Sorry, I'm, I'm German. We, we filmed it. No, we <laughs> filmed it. Yeah, the tortoises Torses will
3: like freak out if they're upside down. They're like, yeah. oh. You
0: know what else freaks out when it's upside down?
3: Your fart gun.
0: My fart gun. It doesn't like being upside down. It makes it fart. And Poop then we have one of on our.
3: And then we have one of our red foot tortoises that like she flips herself over. Brown feet. Wheel the big one. <laughs> She actually flips herself over by climbing on that rock in her tank.
1: Well, she does. She'll like get on the water bowl and she'll like try to climb up though, and then she'll try to get onto the edge of the t- actual the yeah blocks. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. But then a couple weeks ago, she like flipped over and was like upside down in the water bowl. Luckily, she's oh. so big though; she couldn't like fall into it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, like you can't escape. <laughs>
3: there is no escape. There is no escape.
2: Didn't Bill get? Out that one time when yes. they were in the the top,
3: he, uh, he was sitting fell on out. the. He, I thought he was sitting on the RO tank. You no, know? he <laughs> fell out. It's when he, he was out. in the
0: tortoise table, Bill. I yeah, the tortoise on his oh. shell from it because it was shell, I expected him to be split open oh, with like, yeah guts hanging out. I was like, Well, we're eating tortoise tonight. No. You know, meat's back good. on the menu, boys. Their shells are
3: pretty tough.
0: Yeah, you know what else is pretty tough? This podcast. So, <laughs> what <laughs> the story? No, I'm just kidding. Cool. So, tortoises do not flip over other tortoises to help them out. They flip them on their back because they're territorial. They want to kill them. sometimes, missionaries where it's at. Yeah. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, finally, the moment you've all been waiting for, it's time for... Conspiracies, theories, and mysteries. (gasps) (laughs) I made you laugh.
3: (laughs) Does she usually not laugh at your... She laughs at
0: everything I do. I wake up in the morning and she laughs because she's like, this guy's so funny looking. Whatever.
1: Only in the middle of the night was I like awake and you were like, Why are you? Did you you ever wake
0: up with a
2: pillow over your face? (laughs) Um, no. (laughs) Okay. No. She's like, shut up and (laughs) smother
3: smothers him accidentally in her sleep. (laughs) Or not so accidentally.
0: Yeah, probably not accidentally. All right, so the conspiracy of today, or it's more of a mystery, it's not a conspiracy, but I might have a theory. Is Egyptian tomb curses.
1: Called the Curse of the Boy King,
0: the Boy King, not the Girl King. That would be a queen. Yep.
1: A boy, that would be girl.
3: Queen.
0: Do you want to get it started, or do you want me to? Or um, I can. Yeah. What do you got?
1: Um, so I guess the discovery of King Tut's tomb, which was in 1922, is said to be the most important find ever
0: ever it was the most i think it was one of the most intact ever dude so this book yeah let's talk about this real quick so oh sorry my bad so landon goes through his room to clean out his room and he he was gonna gonna throw this book away the book of useless information yeah i was like like, landon book ever my entire life is built on useless information so we kept the book actually stephanie ganked it i tried to get it but then then once we wanted it, Landon's like, no, I'm keeping it. And it's like, dude, it's in your throwout yeah, box. Yeah, so he took it back up to his room, yeah. so
1: I went to his room and just took the book. It doesn't and he even doesn't even gone. know it's gone. That's the best part. It's like, <laughs> in, you know, once somebody
0: else wants it, all of a sudden you want to keep it. Yeah. It's like, dude. All right, so anyway, tell us about King, isn't it Tutakhamen? King yep. Tutakhamen? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Um, That's uh, German for King Tut. <laughs> he was Egyptian.
1: Yeah, so there's a few things. Um... Well, one was the first, like, mystery of how he had died, which originally, you know, they thought he was... He was, like,
0: 12 or 13. I think it was 12. He That's, was 19 yeah.
1: years old when he died. Oh, wow. He was 9 oh. when he started, like, when he became the king, but then 19 years old when he died. But then they, figured, they thought um, he was actually murdered. Um,
0: By his 12-year-old wife. She smothered him with a pillow.
1: They said that a recent CAT scan of the mummy... Um, showed that he died from an infection that occurred due to a broken leg that he had. Hmm. Anyway, so the curse that won't die, which is, you know, another part of the mystery, is when 1923, when the tomb was discovered, and then the person that discovered it ended up getting bit by a mosquito on the cheek and then died from an infection because of that mosquito bite. But I guess at the same time that he died, um, there was like all of the lights in Cairo went out. It like the exact moment that he died, so they feel that
0: somehow all, all it's of the related with lights. it. Yeah,
3: they they went around to all of Egypt or what? What Cairo you said? Or? Cairo. Yeah, Cairo. So they went to all of Cairo and and looked at every single light in Cairo. Well,
0: it's legend. I know. know? I'm
3: legend. kidding around.
1: Yes,
0: yeah, oh legend. Heather. Then it says oh, the
3: legend this.
1: continues to this day, continues. especially every time that Tut goes on tour because you know he, his something tomb happens. travels and something <laughs> yeah. happens in like all these locations.
0: It's uh, it's the retirement tour. It's like Ozzy yeah. Osbourne. This is the final tour. <laughs> <laughs> How many times has Ozzy done that? I don't know. I know he's been on his final tour since Ozfest in two thousand. Yeah, I think he'll tour till he dies.
1: I think he's like almost dead.
0: Ozzy, he is it's... invincible. I don't think that man can die. I mean, think about it. Like, seriously think about it. Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know. I, well, I haven't seen himself. him in a while. I think but he's I'd... super sick, though. I mean, he's not going to die, though. Yeah, I think he has, like, <laughs>
1: cancer or something. He can have
0: anything. I mean, he can, he can have, I don't know. So, curses. Are they real? Are they not? What do you guys think?
2: I think there's something to them. Because one of the main... Um, Egyptologist, I guess it is. Egyptologist that goes in these tombs and he's you know, he's probably one of the world's experts on this. But he was saying that one time they went into this tomb and there was this yellow
0: powder on the floor. I'm sorry, Bill, what color was that? Yellow. Oh yellow. I thought you said yellow. Yellow. What's wrong with you boy? You yellow. (laughs) Let's watch that. There's a Twilight
3: Zone episode called Yellow. Stella
0: and I watched the Back to the Future trilogy. So Okay, anyway, continue. continue but anyway, detailed.
2: they said that um when they started walking around it it became airborne and they said they everybody that was in there
0: became almost immediately sick. So maybe that was poison rather than a curse. It was. It oh, was. Okay.
2: But the thing is See, that like, got booby traps. They put um yeah, like they yeah, were going the boobies, over some of the the traps for tomb raiders and stuff and they they would show what for would Laura happen. Croft. <laughs> That's the first thing that went through my mind. But uh yeah, it's it's pretty interesting and then they have Basically, like the hieroglyphics are, you know, they're a type of a curse that they, you know, put on the walls and stuff. Now, I don't know. I know there's. I believe in, you know, good, and I believe in evil. I believe in, you know, there's demonic entities out there, and hmm. and uh, I believe yeah. in it. it's a thing. Yep. I uh, I believe it.
0: Yeah, I I know that magic is real. I know that it exists.
2: Well, I know. Going back to Aleister Crowley, he had things where he would intentionally put in his books or his writings that would cause people to do something wrong to where either the, the demonic entity they were trying to summons would either attack them or they would become possessed. So he wouldn't put, you know, like the exact what to do, this and that. Basically, uh, you know, wherever he got his information from, um, I don't really know, but...
0: Yeah, he was a member of the Golden Dawn something so, like that yeah yeah it was a high magical order of sorcerers right. basically yeah and um there's uh you know there's two different types of magic there's high magic and low magic so low magic is what you find in like modern day witchcraft um you know that you use for like manifestation like a, you know to bring good luck or to make a friend or something like that and uh, high magic on the other hand um low low magic is f- uh, focused very much on intention high magic uh, focuses very much on the ceremony and the ritual um so the big thing with high magic is um you're you're now you're now messing with um you know very high energy forces, yes. you're dealing with archangels. Um but there is a it's more than just the intention. There's uh, certain rituals that must take place and certain tools that must be used. And um it's really big in like Kabbalah. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah. That yeah, that comes out of Judaism. Yeah. And Kabbalah is something that typically is only practiced um by the old jewish men right and so several years ago there was a thing where madonna was getting into kabbalah and a lot of the old school um you know jewish men were pissed off about it because she wasn't in by in their eyes wasn't entitled to be practicing something like that yeah but um is that they use like
2: gematria like the number thing
0: oh yeah yeah so man if you ever want i've got some books on it if you ever want to read it there's one called modern magic which is really cool it's by michael begins with a K. I want to say Kenig, but I know that's not what it is. No. That's, <laughs> but it's something like no. that. Yeah. Hey Mike if you're watching. Yeah. But yeah. um it's it's pretty interesting stuff. It's really cool. So anyway that's what Crowley did. So um Golden Dawn was a, a high magical order and uh that's what they focused on. So it was you know kind of wild stuff yeah. like that. Yeah but, like some of the stuff is pretty But when it comes to like a curse, you know, I mean trying to you know place a curse via low magic versus high magic i mean it's high magic is where it's at for sure and that's the type of stuff that you know the egyptians would have been working with right so yeah so yeah i I think it's i think it's the real deal i think uh i think those tombs were not meant to ever be disturbed and uh the egyptians were onto something that we can't comprehend um you know you see a lot of like those paintings and whatnot where they've got um they have paintings in the tombs of aliens. Right. You know, of flying craft.
2: Yeah, and then they got the one, like, a a light bulb. Yeah. And they did have rudimentary electric.
0: Yeah. um, You know, like with the... uh, Like, they had the jars and stuff full of... The Egyptians were far more advanced than I think um, modern civilization gives them credit for. Yeah. We tend to forget about it because we're so consumed by our daily activities of, oh, got to go to school, got to go to work, got to feed my family. And it's like, why don't we look at this? I mean, thousands of years before Christ, we had a civilization that that built structures that shouldn't have existed. Yeah. Um, and not only should the structure not have existed, but you look at the internal layout of the structure. I mean, hidden passageways and secret doors. I mean, to build all of that without the modern technology like that we have specific. today. Yeah. It's
2: just like the way that like the pyramids and stuff They're. it's not like, I mean, there's it's not like they threw together a lump of stone. No, I mean, I it's mean, so it's precise. Like it's built precise. Brick by. Brick. Well, and some yeah. of these bricks,
0: you can't even slide a piece. Of, you can't slide a razor blade between them. Yeah. I mean, they are so precise in the way that they fit together. And then, you know, and then it's it's more than that. You know, they looked at the orientation of the pyramid, you know, which yeah. way it faces in, in relation to a star or a constellation. Yeah. I mean, it was it was the real deal. And uh, there was intention put into this. These guys didn't just, it wasn't just a bunch of slaves, you know, throwing together some rocks to bury their king in. Yeah. It was a little bit more than that. So, sorry, went on a rant. That's okay. I'm very interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah,
2: I am too. I mean, it's like, because, I you know, I read the Bible and stuff and there's, all kinds of stuff in the Bible about that kind of stuff, you know, with you know other civilizations and stuff like that. So,
0: so <clears throat> there's a book you should check out. Crap, Billy Fingers. Oh. <laughs> what Billy was it called? Fingers? Yeah, the Afterlife of Billy Fingers. Uh-huh. Yep. So hmm. it's a supposedly a real account that the, um, this gal, um, her brother, they called him Billy Fingers. He was like, he was the problem child. He was the black sheep in the family. And uh, he got killed in, I think it was a motorcycle accident, is what it was. And uh, she claimed he, he came back from the afterlife and spoke to her for, like, a year. And, like, gave her all sorts of really weird information about the afterlife. So she wrote a book on it. And she started the book by saying, like, look, you're not going to believe this. I have no reason to lie about it. Here's what's happened to me in the past year. And... Um, his account of the afterlife, until he finally stopped talking to her, was wild. I mean, totally wild. And, I'm
3: going to have to look this up. <laughs> dude, it's a good book. It's a really
0: good book. And Yeah, The Afterlife of Billy Fingers. And it starts, you know, like real, real basic stuff where he reviewed his life and whatnot. And then he gets to a point where he's just like a celestial being. And while he's a celestial being, he can recognize other celestial beings within the universe. Basically, he says that the universe um, is comprised of the souls of all those who are not in a physical body so like when you look up into the sky and you see like a, a cloud of gas or a constellation that is a soul does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. far yeah it's a stretch but <laughs> that's what he was saying and because he was talking about how you know he had become like a galaxy at one point and there was another galaxy that was um a lover of his or something like that and they were dancing together across the universe you know for this period of time and time is, is different when you're dead than compared to when you're alive. Um, yeah. Because, you know, in the, his sister's world, this was like one year, but to him it was an eternity. Um, but he ultimately uh, faced, and I'm going to mispronounce it, and I'm a little bit embarrassed of this, Ganesh, uh, the Indian uh, goddess, multiple arms. Yes. I thought that was Shiva. Is it Shiva? I don't know. Okay. Could be wrong. Yeah, I'm
3: pretty sure, yeah.
0: So, um, but that's who he ended up uh, meeting and facing. And then there was this really weird like psychedelic like description of what he went through and like he became like this pool of like milky liquid and she like put her mouth on it and I don't know it was all this weird stuff and then he ultimately just stopped communicating with his sister so um I don't know where I'm going with this but uh really neat <laughs> and it just it kind of like it kind of backs up a lot of the um I guess the Egyptian like philosophy yeah. In theory and whatnot so check it out it's a neat read and you yeah, have to decide just, for yourself if you think it's real yeah it's just like i believe
2: it i believe there's a spiritual world
0: yeah absolutely yes uh energy can neither be created nor destroyed or i guess that's right. actually matter yeah. but uh same with energy i mean you it, it is what it is so when you die i mean you can't destroy that energy it just goes somewhere else it's it's a law it's a f- law of physics yeah so To say that there's nothing afterwards, well, what happens to that energy from your body, that soul, that 21 grams? Have you guys seen that? Yes. When when the body dies, you lose exactly 21 grams, the weight of your soul.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I know Hmm. I've seen pictures of where they think they've caught people that have just died in, like, traffic accidents. Yeah. Where they take a picture and there's, like, this fog or whatever and they think that that
0: might be their soul i'm thinking of jim morrison i'm sorry (laughs) no that's fine i mean (laughs) he's yeah when he sees because that's what he saw right the accident yeah when he's seen
2: all the native americans killed on the highway and he thinks that then you say that like
0: one of them came into him i think that's what he said yeah yeah one i mean it's very possible so um another weird movie enter the void have you guys ever seen that i don't think i've seen that dude that movie will fuck you up worst movie i've ever seen in my life then why do
3: do i want to watch it because it's worth it so, and when I say worst movie I've
0: ever seen, I'm not talking bad. It's not like Mac and me bad. Um, it's actually really good. So, the movie, it's um, it's all done through first person, through this uh, individual's Ooh, eyes. Oh, that might make me Dude, Ew. it's wild. It starts, you'll love this, it starts with him going on a DMT trip. And you see it through his eyes when he's tripping on DMT. Which, yeah. if you've ever consumed dimethyltryptamine, holy shit. Um I wouldn't know but I've heard through a friend of a friend that it looks exactly <laughs> that, that it is like as accurate as you could get so yeah. again I wouldn't know um, anyway the movie basically follows the Tibetan Book of the Dead and so he dies I'm not going to spoil it and tell you how he dies but he relives his life like several times over and um, he's kind of like moving around and he's like visiting members of his family but he keeps revisiting this car accident that he was in as a kid where his parents both got killed and that's the part that like fucks the movie up like it's it's so well done. It's just, it's terrible. I think I'm, I watched this with you. I don't know if you've watched the whole. We I should think watch I've seen it sometime.
1: Parts of it. It, with it will you. cause
0: you like some serious. It caused me like serious emotional trauma, like having yeah. to watch because hmm. they Do show- I want
1: emotional trauma right now. <laughs> well yeah, yeah, no hmm. kidding.
0: But but the re. I mean, dude, it was just this scene of these two kids in the back seat, and they get in a head-on accident with a semi, and so the parents are killed. Yeah, I remember that. And it keeps showing. I mean, the kids are like freaking out, you know. And it, the acting was like so on point of, like, how you would think a child might react if they just watched their parents get, like, smashed by a semi. So, it was terrible. But anyway, I'm I'm making a point here. So, at the end... I'm going to (laughs) spoil the movie. Spoiler alert. Oh. So, at the end of the movie, he reincarnates. Does it all over again. It's fucking cool. Um, Mm -hmm. There is a lot of very graphic nudity and sex in it. Um, You know, very, like, graphic, like, emotional triggers. So, I'll throw that out there. But I think it's a movie that everybody should watch at least once in their life. So... Enter the Void. Don't watch it with your kids. And uh, I would strongly suggest you don't watch it under the influence of any hallucinogens because, yeah, it'll be bad news bears. Yep. That being said, you guys want to move on? Sure. <laughs>
3: you know, let's play a fun game. Let's stop talking about
0: emotional trauma. Yeah. So we have now <laughs> solved whether or not King Tut's tomb is cursed. Yes. All right, cool. So you've got he a game broke his leg us. in
2: a car in a chariot accident and got infected and died.
0: Heather, this says in a car chariot <laughs> this says tongue twisters yep what? so i have a question for you what do you know who twista is
1: no
3: he what? has a song
0: called tongue twista okay he was a rap artist was he 90s i don't 80s? remember
1: i think it was 90s
0: yeah he was one of the fastest rap artists out there I don't think huh. twista.
2: yeah i don't remember it's when now. i was a kid it was
0: great
1: i'm uh, not yeah. good at tongue twisters
0: yeah i'm not oh uh, yeah, yeah. only yeah. matt
1: is he talks so fast okay
0: all right do are you not, saying i'm good with my tongue yeah. Moving on.
3: <laughs> okay. So who wants to go first? Do you want to go first, Matt, or Bill sure. or any okay. I'll go. Yep, okay. fine. wish chip.
0: Did you say wish chip? Yeah. So wish as in I have three wishes.
3: Uh-huh. And then chip as in potato chips.
0: And I wished for a chip. Wish chip, 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 wish chip. Man. Boom. Good mic dropped.
3: It's his lips. <laughs> That's okay. He gets a harder one later. You always <laughs> got
1: to give him the hard one. I will give him. Heather, a hard could you give one. me a hard one? He deserves the hard one. Okay. And I He's prefer d- when you give it to <clears throat> me hard. I like hard ones, but I want an easy one. <laughs> okay. This one's hard and
3: pretty easy. easy. I already
0: did my hard stuff this morning.
3: This is only two words flash
0: message. Flash dance. But
1: message is like a long word. <laughs> it's two syllables. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Flash message. Mm hmm.
0: Bill's name is one syllable. Flash message, Bill. flash
1: message, flash message, flash message, flash message, message.
0: You almost slipped up and <laughs> said flashlight.
2: <laughs>
3: no, I don't think I did. No. Okay, that doesn't work so well. But you All did right.
2: pretty darn good. Yeah, I think that was pretty, pretty
3: good. Pretty darn good. Okay. So here's Bill's. Good blood, bad blood.
2: Good blood, bad blood. Good blood, bad blood. Good blood, bad blood. <laughs> good blood, bad blood. Good blood, bad blood. <laughs> <laughs> blood, bad blood, blood, bad blood. My mouth don't work that way
3: <laughs> what's yours heather i don't
0: have one you but do now i,
3: I uh,
1: can choose one off that paper no you can next, take
3: mine the next one is i'll I'll do one of the ones that you did let's see hmm, hmm. let's do hmm. flash message flash message flash message flash message so i did pretty good that time <laughs>
0: <laughs> said it three times gotta say it five times Nuh-uh. i got one for you we've done it before toy boat go
3: Toy Boat, Toy Boat. Yep, it's, uh, I, I, can't, I cannot do that one. <laughs> I cannot do that toy one. Toy
0: Boat is the infamous yeah. oh, yeah. I Wista.
3: cannot do that right, one. give
0: me another one, Heather. Give okay, it to me. Okay, you get a nice
3: one. long one. Okay.
0: Yeah, hard, nice, and long. <laughs>
3: and easy. And easy. Twelve twins twirled twelve twigs.
0: 12 twins, twirl, 12 twins, 12 twins, twirl, 12 twins. Was it we said? No, 12 tw- twig. 12 oh, twigs. Twirled, 12, twigs. Okay. 12 twins, twirl, 12 twigs. 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 12
3: twins, okay, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I finally you got it. You
1: got it like...
0: 12 twins, twirl, 12 twigs. You got it multiple times. Yeah,
3: that's... Uh, yeah, but I at got. least I... I because I... my
0: face is made of rubber and your face is made of glue. <laughs> Anything you say to me bounces off of my face and sticks to your poo. Okay. <laughs>
3: Oh, gosh. Okay, here's Stephanie's soldier's shoulder.
0: I'll take a side of soldier's shoulder with some mashed potatoes. Soldier's shoulder.
1: So- soldier. <laughs> soldier,
0: soldier? Soldier my shoulder, soldier. please. Soldier's sh-
1: soldier shoulder's shoulder's shoulder. Yep, nope, nope. not right. happening. Go ahead. Oh, soldier's no. shoulder,
0: soldier's shoulder, soldier's shoulder, shoulder. That's a hard one. I, I, yeah, yeah. A... All right, <laughs> let's do one more for Bill. Okay,
3: one just Heather. one more? Okay. Yeah. Uh let's see, let's
0: pick a good one. Ooh, how about Bill Fox? Cricket
3: cricket
2: critic. Cricket critic cricket
3: critic. Cricket critic. Cricket 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 cricket. Cricket critic. Cricket, cricket. like cricket. cricket,
2: cricket.
0: <laughs> that cricket's an asshole. He's such a <laughs> critic. Have you ever seen The Critic? Remember that show on Comedy Central? John Lovitz was the voice of the critic. No, oh. you've never seen that. I mean,
3: all these shows. I Dude, never that show seen. was
0: fantastic. So he was a movie critic. It is so funny.
3: What? What? Sh- what channel was? It was it on, on Comedy
0: Central back yeah. in the nineties. I vaguely I remember that. I didn't have
3: Comedy Central. Everybody had that. Comedy
0: Central, Heather.
3: Well, some people didn't have <laughs> a c- TV cable. Oh, you maybe know, they cable. They didn't the whole time. It. Yeah. Okay. All right. You do one, Heather. I'll do. Okay, I'll try thin sticks thick bricks that's hard, <laughs> that <is so> hard. <laughs>
0: thin sticks thick bricks oh god oh god
3: thin sticks thick bricks thin sticks thick bricks yeah yeah i can't even say it nope. three times thin sticks thick bricks, thin sticks, thick bricks. Ah.
2: Ah. all right
0: well ladies and gentlemen so that concludes another episode of tdi live so, we know what's new in the world of tie dye. We know that if you're driving, not to cover your eyes, and if you uncover them, you might have a turtle through your windshield. We know tortoises don't help out their buddies when they flip over. We know that Egyptian tombs are cursed and uh, watch Enter the Void.
1: And we know <laughs> and, that's good at tongue twisters. And apparently, yeah. I'm
0: decent at tongue twisters. So, if you want to find our podcast, we are on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, and Spotify. We record every Wednesday. Um, so you could always watch us live on Facebook. Um, we typically record at 10.30. We're a little behind today. I apologize. I had to get my run in this morning because it's hot out there. And uh, yes. it set me behind. Mm-hmm. So ran for two hours. Um, you guys have anything?
3: Nope. Nope. All right. I'm good.
0: So thank you for joining us. We appreciate you all. And we will catch you here next week. Um, Let's close it up. I'm Matt.
3: And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And
1: I'm Stephanie.
0: And you just listened to episode 44 of tie Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. Thank you for listening to tie Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com.